0: All right, everybody, welcome to B.O. Boys for Monday, March 6th. F it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm
1: Pat. Clayton, there was a box office knockout this weekend. Didn't go to a judge's decision. This was a pure knockout. Someone got carried from the ring on a stretcher. Will they ever move again? Who knows? All we know is standing in the ring, your new box office champion, Creed 3. Clayton, could you give us a plow for the weekend of Friday, March
0: 3rd? Number one, Creed 3 made $58.6 million in its first frame. Number two, Ant-Man of the Wasp Quantumania made $12.4 million, down 61%. It lost 520 theaters. It's at $186.7 million in its third weekend. Number three, Cocaine Bear made $11 million, down 53%. It added 37 theaters. It's at $41.2 million in its second weekend. Number four, Demon Slayer. To the swordsmiths, whatever. Can't read the rest of it. $10 million in its first frame. Number five, oh yes, he has continued to rise. Jesus Revolution, $8.6 million, down 46%, added 100 theaters, it's at thirty point five million dollars in its second frame. That is your top five. Great top five. I mean,
1: Jesus hasn't risen because he went from number two to number five, but I would say Jesus turned the other cheek this weekend. The Jesus Revolution, you know, only dropping forty six percent in its second weekend. That is uh turning the other cheek and very commendable from Jesus Revolution. Listen. Quantumania is the boxer that I was talking about when I said someone was carried out of the ring this weekend. Quantumania Mm -hmm. got lit up, got knocked out, and a 61% third weekend drop. I mean, we're going to get creeds the entire show today, but very quickly, Quantumania, Clayton, is this this a boxer that needs to hang up the gloves and retire? Is is Ant-Man's box office career over
0: yeah i mean uh you know scott mendelson tweeted something you know the great scott mendelson tweeted something to that effect mm-hmm. that it's it's gonna make it worldwide it's it's poised to make what 500 million
1: under 500 million worldwide under five hundred million. it's gonna make is, less is... than possibly the last wish that is where we're at yeah. right now. Last wish is an all-time greatest showman situation, but it's this is a Marvel movie we're talking about.
0: Yeah, and so he effectively said, you know, uh, who knows what this means for Marvel, but it definitely means Ant Man is dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. I do think they really screwed the pooch on this franchise, which is a shame because, like I've said a million times, this was counterprogramming to the big, bloated, uh, effects-driven just incoherent garbage that marvel likes to put out and they ruined it they ruined ruined it it. they ruined it and poor paul rudd a guy everybody likes now he has to talk about this movie that is a failure you know it's on his resume and you know but there he was under contract he had to do it it's a nice payday but i feel bad for this guy because he got saddled with this thing that is just like this wasn't didn't fit the character right right and and i do think that ant-man we're gonna see him in other marvel movies of course but him headlining a film nah 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 bro
1: nope nope do you think that you know paul rudd for years has had the bit of every time he's on conan he throws to a clip and it's the famous clip from mac and me of the kid and the alien rolling off of a, a cliff. Do you mm-hmm. think that instead of that as his joke, when Paul Rudd is on the Conan talk shows, he instead throws to a clip of just the deadline articles about Quantamania's box office? Is that now I'm... the funniest, goofiest, kitschiest thing that Paul Rudd could throw to
0: Yes, although, I mean, it's kind of a moot point at this point because uh, Conan is now a full-time podcaster. Right, right, right. But So I don't think he's ever going to be showing clips anymore. I
1: mean, listen, if Scott Mendelson returns to the B.O. Boys, which he will, and he wants to toss to a clip of his work, we'll, we'll find a way to make that happen. You know, podcasts are, of course, the new... Uh, tonight show so I, I think Paul Rudd could throw to a clip of the deadline article of quantum awful box office next time he's on Conan so that franchise has been knocked out uh, full KO there cocaine bear at number three this negative 53% drop in its second weekend I think it's fantastic for a, a gimmick movie like cocaine bear <laughs> 11 million second weekend is amazing. 11 million would have been a a very satisfactory opening weekend for something like Cocaine Bear.
0: Absolutely. The fact that it's adding theaters. Yeah. I mean, if people didn't like this movie, it would have dropped 70%. Right. Like it didn't. Yep. And I mean, and, you know, having Creed three do what it did, which we'll get to. I mean, that I think would be a lot of the Cocaine Bear audience, you know, right. and I, th- Younger, I think there's yeah. still people going. Yeah, people still going to see Cocaine Bear, even with Creed three out. So that says a lot. Yeah. Uh, before we get to Creed three, I- we just do have to mention Demon Slayer quickly, quickly, because it's a crunchy roll anime film. It made $10 million oh, and it was only in 1774 theaters, right? I think, and we've mentioned this before, the Crunchyroll has reached a peak of what it was going to do, and it was that original Demon Slayer, or at least the Demon Slayer that came out a few years ago up against Mortal Kombat. You know, you can't really, this movie made $10 million, right? That's a great chunk of change for something that the general audiences don't know what the heck it is. It's it's a like, it's a collection of makes...
1: episodes of the TV anime series. That's what this was.
0: And I'm seeing articles complaining that it, it it didn't do as well as the previous Demon Slayer and it's like I don't know what you expect. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're at the point where an anime movie is going to open to 50 million dollars. You know, it, I don't think it's going to keep going up. I think the 20s was where these movies peak until something really huge comes out but i think we're still looking at these as niche we're still looking at these as you know f f what is that for the fans ftf
1: ftf yeah these are for the fans for sure listen again it's a collection of episodes of the the tv series you know the fact that this makes 10 million dollars is probably almost pure profit so th- this is, yeah, yeah it's the peak of this form of movie was Demon Slayer in April 2021 when there was so much less product out there, so on and so forth. But um, this was a great, great number. Crunchyroll continues to hit its mark. To be around 10 million every time they put one of these out is outstanding. So, yeah. you know, Cocaine Bear, Demon Slayer, Jesus, they all had... Solid showings in the ring. I would say they all won their undercard matchups this weekend. But the main event was Creed 3, $58.6 mm-hmm. million. Clayton, this was the biggest opening for a sports movie of all time. All Think of every sports movie that you have ever seen, ever heard of. Not one of them opened as big as creed three this weekend this is our new champion and and i i yeah. salute this champion
0: yeah that uh that is amazing that this is the highest th- this is the highest grossing sports movie because i could have sworn leatherheads Still hold that, still held that title, didn't it? The Clooney. No, uh, film? it turns
1: out that Leatherheads did very poorly at the box office when it came out. It was both a critical very... and financial failure. Yes, very That's rare. Shocking
0: because it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It feels like that would have been a slam doing.
1: No, Leatherheads was a failure. Uh, uh, surprisingly, as are all George Clooney directed films. So Leatherheads, uh, okay, was not the biggest sports movie of all time. But Creed 3 did it. We talked on our big preview episode about would Creed 3 be the biggest opener of the Creed franchise. And and we both thought it would be. I predicted a double cocaine bear opening weekend. I predicted 46 Mm -hmm. million. And that was on the way high end of any projections that were out there. And this smashed those projections. Smashed. The way you should be smashing... The like button, if you're watching us on YouTube, smashing the subscribe button. Mm -hmm. Creed 3 smashed its own franchise records, sports and movie franchise records. uh, You know, for a March movie, this was a tremendous, tremendous opening weekend. So, you know, a little bit in this episode, we're going to, we talked about this off AR Clayton. We're going to divvy up this $58 opening weekend. We're going to decide who deserves what mm. for why this movie made 58 million but uh l- you know let's just start talking about i would say let's do we want to do you have demos in front of you of course we know on the bo boys clayton is the demo god he's the one who uh finds out who went the ages the the demographics and all that and i got to imagine as you get that in front of you that creed 3 Had to be very young skewing. And my guess is that this was a very diverse movie. You know, we saw this in theaters ourselves Saturday night. It was a great, uh, uh, diverse crowd. You saw all, you know, all uh, creeds were out there, all races and creeds were together, cheering, getting excited. So that's going to be my prediction here. This is a diverse crowd and a young skewing crowd. But maybe I'm wrong. maybe this was all
0: old white former uh boxing journalist with cigars in the uh, who was Yeah. See this. so I have age demos and I will find yes, so I've got them all here now for age demos mm-hmm. well, age and gender demos okay great sixty three percent guys okay right fifty five between eighteen and thirty four and twenty nine between thirty five and fifty four okay so right. very young. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 65% was under 35. Wow. Which is awesome. Wow. Um, And we've got some diversity demos. Very strong. 36% black. Great. 28% Latino and Hispanic. 23% Caucasian. And 13% Asian. Wow, I mean that is an incredibly
1: impressive over-indexing in the black demographic. Ah, uh, that is that is fantastic. This really shows this franchise has become its own thing. You know, in the mm-hmm. I think a big question mark was always, you know, because it started as a Rocky spinoff, and Sylvester mm-hmm. Stallone's Rocky was in Creeds one and two. And there was always, with this third movie, the thought, will the fans stay with Creed if Rocky isn't there? And I think Mm -hmm. it is now officially clear Creed is its own franchise with its own fan base. Not to say that the Creed 3 opening weekend people didn't also like Rocky, but I think it doesn't matter. It is clear it doesn't matter. Creed 3 and the Creed... uh, i p is separate of Rocky, it has its own fan base,
0: yeah, so in post track forty mm-hmm. percent said they came for the cast as a whole, and forty three percent showed up because they love the rocky spin off franchise, so mm-hmm. this franchise is strong, it's very this strong. cast is well liked, and what a what a rebound for the breakout star of this film Mm -hmm. who whose name is jonathan majors one of the great names. the guy's a movie star whose last
1: name is majors so that is yes that is you know you gotta you gotta give someone like that a big try to become a star when his last name is majors and we both we've not personally seen a lot of jonathan majors ourselves you know i think neither of us watched lovecraft country tv show we didn't see quantum mania we never will um we We
0: saw mediocre snl he hosted uh, but but it was a different with a terrible cast yes
1: yeah if he hosted this year with this new and improved cast get him in there with sarah sherman he would be i think a much improved host but I, I totally agree. We hadn't seen uh, the it that everyone was talking about with Jonathan Majors until we watched Creed 3 ourselves this weekend. And we get it. I know I get it. I get why mm-hmm. Hollywood is going gaga for this guy. He is a star. He was awesome in this movie.
0: Yes. Uh. I and, uh, you know, listen, Tessa Thompson. I'm a fan. Michael B. Jordan. I like a lot. Yeah. I do. Felicia Rashad. Yeah. Goes without saying. I do think that he's the best thing in this film by far. Yes. Yes. And I think this is, listen, we're not critics. huh? Uh Huh? And, uh, we talked after seeing this film that it kind of breaks down at the end for us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we enjoyed it thoroughly until that point. And I think he, Jonathan Majors, really elevates the material in a way that makes me look forward to the things he's going to do in the future. Yes. Hopefully not Kang. Uh, You know, I'm not going to see any movies with Kang in it, obviously. And he's getting a fat paycheck from that. But hopefully that's not going to impact his ability to do other more interesting films or other big franchise type films right. or big original films right right that are meant to be tent poles I mean
1: coming out of this movie the you know the things that I am excited for are that Jonathan Majors and Michael B Jordan are clearly such stars such mm-hmm. movie stars and I just want to see them now get movie star parts. I want to see them play, uh, be in thrillers, you know, be in buddy cop action movies, you know, get Mm -hmm. a die hard in a blank type movie, get a John Grisham, uh, a legal thriller type movie. Uh, Get get one of them to fight aliens or something, you know, nineties traditional movies, get a drama where they play a, uh, uh you know uh, you know the, the the head of a crime syndicate or or they play spies but they are movie stars that you could build big box office attractions around without needing to put them in capes to put them in in superhero masks. The, yeah. Jonathan Majors and Michael B Jordan are stars who brought people out to the movie and when people saw this mm-hmm. movie they recognized the two of them As big screen, not streaming, huh? Not limited series, huh? But as movie stars. So I really hope that Creed 3 propels both of them to be above the title movie stars.
0: Yes, absolutely. And you know what? Listen, Hollywood is is a fertile ground now for non-superhero movies. Yep. Because we're seeing... Listen, Ant-Man is just the beginning. Shazam is going to bomb. You're going to see some of these next phase Marvel movies. People will be disinterested. Yeah, they're going to open big, but they're going to have no staying power. Yep. I mean, Black and Adam see- bomb.
1: Black Adam was one of the most famous bombs of the year. And I was saying that for weeks and weeks oh and God. weeks. I kept telling everyone go. how Black Adam was a failure how rewriting history how uh, Dwayne Johnson had a dud on his hand I said that for weeks and weeks and weeks you look at this past year basically since no way home with the three spider-men which is an anomaly all these superhero movies have been some level of critical and or box office disappointment both Mm -hmm. on the DC side And the Marvel side, I guess Batman, but Batman is Batman. You know, I think the big problem this past year is every time they tried to introduce a newish superhero, it got rejected or even Mm -hmm. a mid-level superhero like an Ant-Man or a Thor got rejected. And instead, movies like Top Gun Maverick, which really did is going to look be looked back on as historic game changer. Really, I think that movie we've talked about this open people's eyes to wanting non-superhero blockbusters and since yeah. then it's been maverick it's been avatar it's been lower budget fun stuff like megan and cocaine bear and violent night and and horror movies yep. overperforming and now with something like creed 3 opening to 58 million people want real people and they want just more old-fashioned movie star movies
0: Yes. I mean, I think that is such a huge I mean, to go back to a movie star driven Hollywood Mm -hmm. is my dream. Mm -hmm. And I think our dream. Yeah, because what it does is it makes the films that can be made more versatile. Yes. Because now at the moment, it's all about IPs and it's all about what character is this person playing as opposed to what actor is in the film right and i do think that that's that looks like it may be changing right uh, and that is good that is positive because then we're gonna mint new stars which is what we need right so desperately it's new stars
1: right right and and listen creed is ip obviously mm-hmm. it is part of a franchise but there is a difference between michael b jordan gaining star power playing adonis creed As opposed to Michael B. Jordan in a superhero movie. Which he's been in and he was great in. But Creed just is something that makes you into a star. The way donning a cape and donning a superhero mask does not. It is people want to. People see people who play real people as stars. And they see people who play superhero movies as CGI globs. And that is just the way it is.
0: But there are, I mean, listen, talking about someone like Sylvester Stallone who's absent from this film, mm-hmm. you know, he's a guy, his big movies were franchises, Rocky, right. Rambo, but he was able to use that popularity mm-hmm. to make other films, yes. right? Like Cliffhanger and things like that. Yes. That also made Cobra. money. Yeah, Co- yeah. so uh, th- that is... That's, that's, is a path, you know, I mean, that's a path that Michael B. Jordan can have. I mean, I'm not going to discount him for being in a, in a franchise, you know, that is something that you have to have at this point. Right. But Right, You know, it, the branch off from that is important. It like, right. can't be Robert Downey Jr. where he can't do anything but Iron Man.
1: Right, right. So,
0: I mean, I know Sherlock Holmes, but whatever. That's a dead IP at this it's
1: point. It's a dead IP. Guy Ritchie has moved on, clearly. He's got The Covenant coming out in a few weeks. So oh, yeah. another aspect of this movie when we're talking about Michael B. Jordan is he directed this movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Michael B.
1: Jordan, step behind the camera, his directorial debut, million opening weekend for a directorial debut. That is outstanding. That sets him up to now be someone who can direct big budget movies. You know, there's the the base level of like getting the movie done and in on time, which is no guarantee directing a movie. So he did that. But then he did that and delivered a movie people loved and a movie that did Bafa Bobo. So Michael B. Jordan, he's a director now, you know, he's got mm-hmm. that lane for himself and he's going to be able to pick and choose whatever his next movie is. It's 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 good. That's going to be huge for him. And will he be a Kevin Costner, Mel Gibson type actor who does the blockbusters then also? Wins an Academy Award for directing. Who knows? That this could be the start of that type of career.
0: And it's it's great that he was able to start on something he knows so well. Yep. You know, because if he tried to do something completely unlike what he'd done before, which a lot of actors try to do when they direct a film. Right. It, 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 it's setting yourself up for failure, especially in this marketplace, but to be able to say, Hey, I know this character. I know this world and let me put my spin on it. Yep. I think that was great for him. And yeah, the success is cannot be denied, cannot be denied.
1: It is, I would say maybe the, the greatest movie star turned director debut other than Bradley Cooper a Star is Born. This is that level. Obviously, box office-wise it's bigger. You know, Star is yeah, Born yeah, yeah. open to what like 35.5 and this opens to 58.3. Uh both different for, movies though. Different oh, movies. different movies, boxing movie versus country singer movie. But that level of success, that's what Creed 3 is. Just a full-on blockbuster right out of the gate for an, a movie star turned director. So that is huge. Um. Yeah, I mean, do we want to get into divvying up the fifty-eight million dollar opening weekend and and say who deserved what from
0: this opening yeah. weekend? So, well, just just to just to give Coop his 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 uh, respect, forty-two point nine million was the opening.
1: Wow, it must have rose through the weekend. I must have been remembering the early Saturday morning estimates. That rose throughout oh, that it weekend. Rose. It rose. It rose. Much like Jesus Revolution, it rose. So, mm. of course, fans of our show want to be old boys, want to be old girls, want to be old people. People. They've heard us do this in the past. Famously, I think our first one was we divided up the billion dollars for Joker, who deserved what. Mm. It's something we do when a movie reaches some kind of milestone. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we go through the different reasons why the movie achieved success and we break up the millions and give them uh certain, you know, different number values to the reasons why the movie was a success. So, mm-hmm. Clayton, why don't we start with just listing the different profit participants that we think deserve something? We could get to the numbers, but why don't we put a list together Of who we're going to divvy the millions to, and then we'll divvy exact numbers to them. Okay,
0: I mean, number one, you know, you know, it's got to be Michael B. Jordan.
1: Michael B. Jordan is on that list. He is getting paid. Jonathan Majors has to get paid. I think, uh, obviously, big buzzy co-star. Anyone Mm -hmm. else from the cast? You know, there's a lot of different factors here, but do do you think that? Anyone else's Felicia Rashad deserve any money from this movie past the paycheck uh, she got for acting, of course.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one. I, I mean, I think Tessa Thompson should get something.
1: Okay, so Tessa Thompson. I do
0: think she is a draw for the ladies and okay. for the men, definitely. I mean, we definitely like her a lot. So, so I think that there's Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler did not. write. Mm-hmm helped
1: write this film right so he did not write or di- he did not direct this one he got a co-screenwriting credit of course he wrote and directed the or at least directed the first Creed it was he was the mm-hmm. one who said I want to do a rocky spinoff so Ryan kugler yeah. maybe we'll give him some millions here um what about Sylvester salone and or Rocky I think we should go with does does Rocky deserve anything. Or do you think we oh, should give um, it to or Stallone? Which of those two uh I mean entities? I think
0: we split those up. I think okay. we split those up. So I think we have to because Rocky is the franchise and it deserves to get money.
1: Okay. So Rocky Balboa getting a late career payday and Sly Stallone wrote the original Rocky movies. He's gonna get he needs some. to
0: get some money. He needs to get some.
1: Um yeah. Is Irwin Winkler getting anything? Irwin Winkler, the producer of this series, famously in a feud with Sly Stallone over the Rocky rights. Are we giving this guy a penny?
0: And no, no, we're not giving this guy a penny. Nobody's going to this movie because Irwin Winkler, yeah, produced it.
1: All right, so Sly Stallone, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're smiling because we're not giving Irwin Winkler dime one from Creed Three's opening weekend.
0: I, I mean, we're Team Sly.
1: Yeah, you got you got to be. So uh, I'm gonna throw this out here, and then you're gonna get mad, and we'll debate later how much to give this entity Amazon Studios. I'm putting Amazon nope, zero, Studios on the dollars. list. Amazon Studios on no. the list, and we will talk MGM. about just how much. MGM. MGM is owned by Amazon Studios. I am. It's Amazon Studios. No,
0: how dare you? No, how dare you? They MGM have has
1: separate. no say. MGM has no say. MGM is not a thing. It's a it's a arm. It's an what, arm.
0: When we went and saw this movie, yeah. Yeah. What was on the screen? A
1: logo. Was that, it a
0: Roaring Lion?
1: Yes. Which is a nice logo that is owned by Amazon Studios.
0: What, was it a Roaring Lion or was it a book opening? It was it was a Roaring Lion, which is
1: one of the brands owned by Amazon Studios. And they they oh chose the God. correct uh logo to put on screen there.
0: Pet, why are you raising we'll, my blood pressure this early in the morning? We'll
1: get to the exact dollar amount. I just want to get Amazon Studios on the list. So, any other entities? I'm going to throw out a name that we've given money to before on other movies. Maverick. Tom Cruise. Maverick.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. So,
1: Maverick slash Tom Cruise. Um, That is going on this list here to get a little bit of the Creed 3 opening weekend money. Any other ones that you want to get on this list?
0: No, I mean, I think that's a pretty comprehensive list.
1: Pretty good list.
0: sans Amazon. What was that? Sans Amazon. Uh, I think it's all pretty reputable and above board. Great. All right, so then...
1: Uh, let's start with Michael B. Jordan, $58 million opening weekend. He's, he is Creed. He is the director of this film. How much of this move of this 58 million does Michael B. Jordan get for himself?
0: Well, just think back to when the original Creed was announced. Mm -hmm. Okay. And. Everybody was like, "I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. The kid of Apollo Creed mm-hmm. like what is this? And then his performance it changed everybody's mind yep, right So a lot of the success of Creed in general and it becoming a franchise is on the broad and muscular shoulders of Michael B. Jordan yep so I would give him. The MGM Lions share wow. of this. Okay. I feel like he needs, because he also, for this film specifically, helped co write it, directed it, mm-hmm. starred in it. Mm-hmm. This guy sweat for this. Yep. And I think he gets at least 20 mil.
1: Okay. I mean, I'm definitely happy with 20 mil. I mean, to be that ripped and also have to direct is oh is such a feat you know Mm -hmm. because he's got to he's just got to look at all these uh he's got to give sign off on clothing wardrobe options and oh you know is this a good color for the ring mat and and all that stuff and the whole time he's got to be doing jumping jacks he's got to be doing push-ups as he's making those decisions that's
0: incredible Oh, yeah, he's 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 doing, you know, he, the whole around the set. He's doing farmer's walks with uh with uh, kettlebells. Yep. 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 While he's what he's to do.
1: Well, he's looking at lenses with the the DP. That's that's on. And he's
0: getting punched in the face. He's getting punched in the face. And, he's he's the face. The face, and then he's got to say, cut my eye. And then also cut. Yes. Yes. Cut the scene. Cut my eye. Yeah. Keep, he's got to keep that straight. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen. I love Martin Scorsese, greatest of all time director, but he's never directed a film while getting punched in the face, like Michael B. Jordan did. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. He's not done yet. You're right. Scorsese's not done yet. All right, Jonathan. Time.
0: Plenty of time.
1: Jonathan Majors, more swole than even Michael B. Jordan, but I don't know if the swoleness means he should be making more money.
0: No, he's not making more money than Michael B. Jordan. Here's the thing about this. I mean, going in, I know he had a lot of buzz and a lot of heat. So it's one of those things is do we give him money for heat? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, the way this movie made money was on the promise of this guy being awesome. Right. Not necessarily the fact that he was awesome.
1: Right. But you had to have something to make that promise on. And you needed someone who could be plausible in that role, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you can't do that. You know, that's been tried with other actors and yeah. the people knew the promise was BS before the movie even opened. You know, you're yeah,
0: and not to not to call out anybody, but like someone like Taylor Kitsch. No offense.
1: Taylor Kitsch is uh, exactly
0: who I was thinking. A hundred percent a guy who's found some success in TV and prestige shows and things like that. I mean, he seems like a nice guy, nothing against him personally or his talents, but no, we all smelled that the buzz was not real.
1: Yes. That is a perfect, that's a perfect thing because the machine could market you, but the audience knows could smell BS and, Mm. The machine told everyone Jonathan Majors is a giant star. He's going to be awesome in this movie. But then you see him and you you, you hear Jonathan Majors beforehand and you know, oh, they might be right. This might not be BS. Whereas if Taylor Kitsch was, was playing this part, people would have smelled mm-hmm. BS no matter what the marketing was.
0: Well, to me, Jonathan Majors is still on a rookie contract. Okay. We're getting him cheap and right so- now. I think you get him cheap, and I think I'm going to go lowball on this okay. and give him something to really get, you know, uh, prove himself in his next feature. I'm going to give him two mil.
1: Wow. And two I gotta, mil is nice. I got to go higher than two mil. He's the- What do you go, five mil? I was I was going to say like seven mil. I, I feel like this. Oh, is,
0: okay, seven. It's yeah. got to be under 10, though. Seven is fine. Seven is fine.
1: Yeah, he's such. He's the value add of this film. You know, when, when you get to a third movie, you got to have that value add. And this was Jonathan Majors. Um, Lucky
0: number slide for
1: him yep and and i already feel in my bones like we're gonna go back and adjust michael b jordan up a little bit i'm starting to feel like that we went a little low but we'll get to that i think the michael b jordan 20 do we want to adjust that now or do we want to wait but we both agree you feel like
0: adjusting it what do you want to do 25
1: i would go 25 yeah let's do it michael b jordan goes 25 so he's he's getting a nice old phone call now uh that he's getting more than he expected tessa thompson Listen, we love her. She is magnetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm torn here because she is really not part of the advertising of this movie. You know? No,
0: she has done promotion for it, though. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, but I think that she's very important because she's just in the bones of what people expect out of a Creed movie. And I think part of the reason why this movie opened so big is just people love the Creed IP and she is the second most recognizable part of that. I guess the third, if we're counting Rocky as part of the Creed IP. So yeah, I, even though she's not an above the title movie star, she's not promoted in it the way Jonathan Majors was. I kind of feel
0: like she should get a little more than Jonathan Majors. Oh, a hundred percent. And the thing is, when we talked about the post track, they said, why did they go? Uh One of the reasons was the cast. She is a part of the cast. She's a steadfast part of this cast. And I do think having her there Uh really makes this less of a sausage fest. In a way that is extremely positive. Yes. 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 You know, it's her. and Alicia Rashad, much, Yeah.
1: Or the non sausage. Yeah, non-sausage, yeah.
0: I, exactly. So I, she's got to get more than majors.
1: I, I mean, I wouldn't go, I would say, I mean, is eight a number we could start with here and then maybe adjust later.
0: Let's go at least to nine,
1: nine. Okay. So Tessa Thompson gets, she's got to make nine. two
0: more than Jonathan majors because that's, you know, listen, She's, she's done the work. Yeah. He's still on a rookie contract.
1: Right, right, right. All right. I like that. So Ryan Coogler directed the first Creed movie. It was his brainchild to say, I want to make a Rocky spinoff. Here is my idea. Um, yeah. so he's the one who cut, you know, he's the sliced alone of this, uh, Creed franchise and that he wrote it. Mm -hmm. So is he getting Jonathan Majors money? Is he getting like 5 million?
0: Oh, he's getting more. He's getting more. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because he laid the tracks for this. The same way Michael B. Jordan was able to take Adonis Creed and make him a character. We did not laugh at, Uh but we loved. Ryan Kugler's just uh uh shepherding of this IP has made it what it is today, which is an IP that again to quote Scott Mendelson, not quote but kind of paraphrase, right. a franchise where people know the movies are going to be good. Right, right, which is a rarity. And this is a lot to do with Ryan Kugler. And here's the thing. We all dream of passive income. Yes. And I know he had a hand with the screenplay but let's be honest the guy looked at the drafts and said good or not good right right i mean that's the thing not to underplay his work ethic because obviously he's a great man and he does great things this man deserves passive income Mm -hmm. this man deserves a big payday on something he barely worked on Mm -hmm. that is the dream of all men and women and people people And so, therefore, he should get much more than Jonathan Majors. Oh
1: well, remember though, we do have a budget here—fifty-eight million. So much more than Jonathan Majors, and we're pretty much wiped out.
0: No, I mean not not if we not if we give him like twelve.
1: I mean, we're getting
0: Amazon's getting nothing.
1: No, I think we. uh, My. I think we got to go lower than 12. I'm think, I mean, my thought would have been eight in between majors and Tessa Thompson. This is passive income for
0: Cooper. I don't think you can give him less than Tessa Thompson though, because she was in it. She's on screen. She was in it, but, but creatively he is still the driver, even in spirit. Um,
1: then I can't go higher than nine on this. Again, we're would also you're not. Would Michael
0: B. Would Michael B. Give some of his money to Coogler? Because listen, Coogler kind of made him, in the sense of Black Panther. All right, so let's take Michael Creed.
1: B. Down to twenty-two, and then give... I think ten to Coogler. Ten. He's uh, more than ten. Eleven.
0: Give me eleven. Give me eleven.
1: All right, eleven. Eleven. Yes. All right, Rocky Balboa, yes. a character who was not in this movie but was an integral part of the first two movies. The character of Rocky Balboa, not sliced alone, He'll get a separate amount, but this is going to Rocky down in Philadelphia, reconnecting with his son, visiting uh, Adrian's grave. You know, this is money that he can invest in new folding chairs when he sits by Adrian's grave.
0: He uh, needs to just put a Barker lounger out there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's
0: gotta and he's gotta make sure that it's waterproofed. Just waterproof that leather like you would uh you know uh put armor all over it or something. hmm So I'm you looking at that Barka Lounger.
1: I'm looking online a uh Raymore and Flanagan Barka Lounger goes for three hundred and seventy dollars. There's another one here. Um, it's called the Langston lift chair recliner with power head rest. This goes okay. for $1,600. Do yeah. we want to just buy Rocky Balboa, a Barka lounger to be able to sit by Adrian's grave with? Yeah. Is it, that's
0: all he needs, right? Yeah, I think so. I, he's a simple man. He's learned that lesson. Mm-hmm that all the riches money in the world can't buy family, personal connections, right? So I think to strengthen that connection between him and the woman he loved, that would be enough for Rocky. So one Barca lounger, that is what Rocky Balboa gets. Um, And the thing with that, that's kind of a rounding error. I mean, you know, that's that's when it comes to this opening weekend. Right. You know, it's just a rounding error. So maybe that doesn't have mm. it doesn't affect the 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 budget at all. We 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 tuck that in there somewhere. Right.
1: Right. Right. It's like we take it out of the prop budget or something. So Rocky Balboa, he gets one Barca lounger to be used at adrian cemetery great so now mm-hmm. sliced alone this guy's a movie star he's gonna want more than a barca lounger he wrote the first rocky movie co-starred in the first two creed movies he's in a dispute with erwin winkler who owns mm-hmm. the rights to rocky and therefore creed um you know sliced alone has gone out and said he will never watch creed three because of his okay. feud with Erwin Winkler. He says he has nothing against Michael B. Jordan and Ryan Coogler. He loves them. He would do a Creed 4, in fact, if Erwin yeah. Winkler was not involved. So,
0: Which will never happen.
1: Which will never happen. Yeah. Why would this old man give up the rights to a profitable franchise? It will never happen.
0: I mean, talk about passive income.
1: Right. Right. So, sliced alone on one hand, created... The Rocky IP that led to Creed. On the other hand, he is out there in the press saying he will never watch this movie. So, mm-hmm. how much does he deserve from this fifty-eight million dollar opening weekend? Because I feel like it's an odd zero.
0: It's absolutely not zero. Because talk about—I mean, we went back to you know back to my point of Ryan Coogler really making this thing a viable franchise michael b jordan making this a viable franchise sly stallone and listen i know his career was not at the height where it was before when he signed on for this spin-off, the original spinoff but he easily could have said no i don't want anything to do with this right right this is a bastardization of my character and my creation and i don't want to do it right his stamp of approval is important, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And him saying, going out of his way and saying, listen, my beef is not with Michael B. Jordan and Ryan right. Coogler. My beef is not with this cast. I love them. Right. Tessa Thompson Thompson did an interview where she said the absence of Sly made it feel like he was there even more. Interesting. That this movie has even more Rocky and Sly in it by his absence. Wow. Wow. So that is something uh, that is interesting and an interesting take. And if she felt that, then uh, listen, who am I to question it? So I think that going with that, the fact that Sly was not in this movie means he was even more in this movie. Interesting. So he should get a nice chunk of change. How about this? There have yes. been
1: six Rocky movies previous to creed there was rocky's one through five plus the film rocky balboa so six rocky movies do we give sly one million dollars per rocky movie does he get six million
0: but he gets nothing for the other two creeds
1: but he gets nothing for the other because it is the rocky movies that led to creed so he gets a million dollars per rocky he is rocky You know, Creed is its own thing now, but I think we pay him for the Rocky movies that laid the foundation.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's low, but I think six is good. Yeah. I mean, what we would debate the heck out of this and it would end up at six probably anyway. Exactly. So let's just cut
1: all of that out and just land on six. So next up, Amazon Studios. So Amazon Studios, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They could have been Netflix here. And I think I get it. I get it. I get it. Amazon Studios there's there's nothing specific that they did in the in the promotion that another studio maybe wouldn't have done other than they easily could have just dropped this on Prime and said, subscribe to Prime. We got the new Creed movie the same way, because that is what Netflix would have done if they owned this IP. They would have put it out in, maybe at best it would have got a Glass Onion style seven day, you know, 500 theater opening, and then it would have lived forever on the streamer and not had a real box office run. Amazon Studios did not do that. You know, they were burned years ago by late night, the famous Mindy Kaling bomb, and they retreated away from putting stuff in the movie theaters, and they could have done that here, and they didn't. They gave this the most full theatrical release that a movie could get. So I have to commend them. I I cannot be anti Amazon Studios when oh. they did the thing that we want all these streamers
0: to do. Are I got to reward them. So- Are we truly so cynical and the bar is so low that we are applauding a company for not making what would have been a boneheaded, idiotic, moronic choice, the dumbest choice you could make with Mm -hmm. a franchise that has a big star who directed this movie with cameras to show in IMAX theaters? Right. To put it on a streaming service that has a few Chris Pratt action films and then bloopers from 50s sitcoms on their shitty streaming service. Mm -hmm. Are you telling me a company that almost allowed Mindy Kaling, a mediocre sitcom writer, to destroy their theatrical arm? They deserve any credit for this film. The credit belongs to MGM. Can, okay? can, I, can I answer because this question? You M- asked
1: a question. You asked a question. Can I answer it? Like, you got to put a question mark at the end of that question. You asked, Are we that cynical? Is the bar so low? The answer is yes. The answer oh, is yes. God. Because Netflix does what they do and stop they get away with Netflix. it. I can't, I will not stop invoking Netflix because that is the bar that has been set. And Amazon did not do what Netflix would have done in this situation, what Disney Plus and Disney has been doing to other slam doinks like Enchanted sequel. You know that is what these companies are set up to do these days. And Amazon Studios, which owns MGM, MGM is not a thing. There are probably yes, it is. There are MGM. probably people who who work only at MGM. There is maybe a dedicated no, mail guy who works at MGM and he's like, all right, you're so the awesome. mail guy that drops off the MGM mail at the desk. Otherwise, so you're
0: telling MGM me
1: that, is just an arm of Amazon and Amazon made the decision to put this in movies when they easily could have done what all these streamers are set up to do, which is to just drop it on the streaming service. No, they didn't do no. that. They crossed this bar and if the bar is low the bar is low but that is an important low bar we cannot discount them
0: giving amazon yeah credit yes for the success of creed is like giving them the credit for the softness of the toilet tissue i purchased from them they have zero Zero to do with that success. No, it was all the people who are working at MGM, which is its own thing. They okay? are owned
1: by Amazon. Amazon doesn't yes, own Cottonell, like that is just a basic uh knowledge of how these companies work.
0: i does deserve there the credit people... for Cottonell,
1: they're a distributor for Cottonell. They own MGM. The decision they distribute
0: to put... MGM movies, they own the company. There was no Amazon logo at the beginning of Creed. Because they decided not to
1: put it there. Because they could have put the Amazon logo because there. Because they, they This knew movie
0: could have started
1: with Jeff Bezos doing a, a river dance. If they wanted to, this was their movie. They owned it. They don't own Cottonelle. They don't decide the f- what the formula is for the toilet paper that is Cottonelle. But they decide whether
0: Creed goes into movie theaters or not. Yes, but creatively, they did not do anything with this film. Yes, I will give you one thing, that they made sure not to make a stupid, boneheaded, ridiculous, dumb decision that all of the the information and the statistics that have been piling up since post-pandemic pointed towards not doing. Yes, that's all I'm giving putting them. this on their crappy streamer. Yes, right? so, I agree. Yeah, if that's you are that only... cynical and yeah. your bar is that low, it is. then you can give them money. Yes. But I don't feel right that we should have our bar that low at this point. You see what someone like Peacock is doing. You see what Paramount is doing. Okay. Right. These, are, these are companies that are succeeding theatrically. Netflix is like Facebook. Everybody's on it and nobody likes it. Okay? Sure. And Disney Plus, Bob Chapstick is uh, uh, to tank that thing. And we know everybody's just going to have it for all the old Disney movies, right? But they're not doing anything right over there. Bob Iger came back from his retirement to write that ship. Okay? Totally. This is all information that is out there. Yeah. So- Amazon didn't put their neck out. They didn't do anything to make this movie successful other they put than in movie the things. bare minimum of yep. not being fucking idiots. And pardon my French Puss and Boots fans. Right. Okay. Right. I had to do it. I had to cut the S hit here. All right. right. I will not give Amazon any money.
1: Well, you have to, though, because they crossed that bar, which they easily could have not done. You know, we, we easily could live in a world in which Creed 3 dropped on a Friday at 6 a.m. Eastern on the Listen, service. Pat- and that would have been a strategy that Hollywood would have said, yeah, that's what that's what Amazon and Netflix and these streamers do. And, and we would have been out here crowing, how could they do that? How could they do that? This is terrible. This is dumb. Instead, they did the thing we wanted them to do we have to you have to give a carrot to the rabbit to get it to run we have to give them this carrot we have to tell amazon this was the right thing you did it and sure it's a low bar but they did it and we want them to do it again we want amazon to do it again and netflix to start doing it now we want netflix that is to never going to
0: do it and that will be their downfall but that will come be their into downfall and I'm with such a to
1: negative it a negative attitude where everything needs to be punished. And I want to reward Amazon for having done right. And let's say to Netflix, look at this, we're rewarding Amazon. They did right. This could be you. You could be the ones getting millions on the BO boys. You could do that if you start putting your movies, your next Knives Out movie in a movie theater. You too could get praised and get millions divvied up On the BO boys. Let's put a carrot out instead
0: of a stick. Listen, I could easily take a crap in my bedroom when my bathroom is down the hall. Do I, but I, but I use my bathroom. Do I deserve money? Maybe. Maybe. All right. And that's so cynical. If
1: you are someone who proved in the past that you continuously shit in your bedroom and I've Craft, got to, I was
0: trying to be for the kids.
1: So you previously have crapped in your bedroom several times and I have to keep hearing about it, how you're cleaning up the, the, the crapola and the doo doo that you did in your bedroom instead of going down the hall. And then after doing that dozens of times, you tell me, Hey Pat, I went down the hall. I crapped in the toilet. I didn't crap in my bedroom. I would say that's great. Clayton. Lunch is on me today. You know, like I would give you the carrot. I wouldn't give you the stick.
0: Why doing something?
1: I wouldn't give you the stick. Give Amazon the carrot. They didn't crap on the bed. They went down the hall to the toilet, put Creed three out theaters. Let's give them the stick. And maybe Netflix with Knives Out three won't crap in the bedroom. They'll go down the hall.
0: Can Amazon make a hit theatrically out of a movie that isn't the third movie in a celebrated franchise. That's when it makes money. Well, I'm listen, sorry. It,
1: I am not because we are running over.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: We got to. I'm buckling
0: over and we are running over.
1: We got to give Amazon something. I, I will not give the stick. Give them a fucking barca Amazon. lounger. Rocky already he got the he got the Barka lounger. We got to give millions. We got to give millions. We got to give them. I'm throwing it out there. It'll be the lowest that we give, but we got to give Amazon Studios one million dollars.
0: We got All right, to fine for them. That's that's just like that's a rounding error. They won't even find it. It's it, they, a carrot. They'll, they'll never see that million dollars.
1: It's a carrot and it's a carrot that Netflix could see and they could say, you know what. Knives out three. Let's get that carrot from the B.O. Boys. Listen,
0: I will give them a million dollars under the stipulation that they do not give it to Mindy Kaling to make a film.
1: I think we could we could assume that Amazon Studios of all places is not gonna fund a Mindy Kaling theatrical film. You I You never I, know.
0: Boneheads like, over there.
1: So but they went down the hall to the bathroom, they didn't crap on the bed. So good for Amazon. Maverick. All right, so
0: what's our total? All so Maverick, okay. Last gonna... thing,
1: Maverick, do you want to give Maverick $2 million because Amazon yes. got one? Of course, the reason we're giving Maverick money is because it changed the game from theatrical films to real people, real IP being the driver of box office this year.
0: Absolutely, yes. So, so 2000000 million. We'll see Maverick getting a lot of money, at least a taste of all of these big hits going forward because... It was a game changer.
1: So let's go through it. Uh, 22 and 7 is 29, 38, 48, 49, 54, 55, 57. We're 1 million short. Do we give an extra million to Michael B. Jordan? This extra million. So in total, Michael B. Jordan gets 23 million. Jonathan Majors gets 7 million. So that's 30. Tessa Thompson gets 9 million. So it's just 39. Ryan Coogler gets $11 million, so we are at $50 million. Rocky Balboa, the character, gets a Barca lounger to be used at a cemetery. Uh, that mm-hmm. doesn't go against our budget. Sly Stallone gets $6 million, one per Rocky movie. Maverick gets $2 million, And then Amazon Studios gets $1 million. It gets the carrot, not the stick. Great job, Amazon Studios, for putting this in theaters. The BO Boys commend you. Stop speaking for me. Uh, I don't
0: speak for you.
1: So that is our show. Clayton, email us, everyone, at the BO Boys podcast at gmail.com. We got great emails. Danny Eskimalaji, we are going to read your email on our weekend preview episode. Danny sent us a great boots on the ground email about his creed three experience. So that is primo content that you could expect on our next episode, the preview episode. So email us the B O boys podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at the B O pod. Great stuff out of wanna B O intern, Christopher, he is killing it with the video clips on Twitter. Of course, um, follow us, uh, subscribe, like, smash that like button, smash that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. Uh, you get to see us, which is a pleasure for you, of course. And uh, yeah, I mean, the weekend preview episode is going to be huge. Scream 6 is coming out. Oh, so big,
0: Such, so big.
1: E- email from Danny that we'll be reading. It's Just so much happening at the box office now. You got to stay tuned to the BO boys. So Clayton, I think we've done it.
0: Pat, you have another podcast.
1: I do have another podcast, of course. Listen to the Show Me the Money on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Myself and Nick Turner take you on the gambling road to the Academy Awards. Who to bet on. We go over what happened at the Indie Spirit Awards. And this episode, we are giving our official predictions for this uh, coming Sunday's Academy Awards. So we will tell you who to bet on, how much to bet. Gambling, movies, it is the place to be. The show me the money on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network.
0: Gambling problem? Call one eight seven seven eight 877 8 hope ny That's one eight seven seven eight 8 hope ny 467 369 Yep. Or don't. Or don't. Um, all right. All that's right. it. We did it, Pat. And I don't think there's anything left to say except for until next time. Will smell
1: you
0: at the, the bar.